0: Hi everyone. I'm Chelsea, and I'm Rachelle, and this is Bible readings with Eight Hundred Six.
1: And we're live, and we're back with Jacob, Laban, and them and there. So annoying. <laughs> They're annoying. <laughs> Not as annoying as Job's friends. So.
0: No, no, no. They could never. At the moment, it's Job's friends Rachel,
1: Leah, Jacob, Zilpa, and Bilha. <laughs> nah, definitely Lot and his family are higher than Rachel and Leah. Number two? Yeah. And then number three Rachel,
0: Leah, Bilha, Zilpa, and Jacob.
1: Yeah. Okay. All annoying. All right. So Jacob flees from Laban. But Jacob soon learned that Laban's sons were grumbling about him. Jacob has robbed our father of everything, they said. He has gained all his wealth at our father's expense. And Jacob began to notice a change in Laban's attitude towards him. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your father and grandfather and to your relatives there, and I will be with you. So Jacob called Rachel and Leah out to the field where he was watching his flock. He said to them, I have noticed your father's attitude towards me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know how hard I've worked for your father, but he has cheated me, changing my wages ten times. But God has not allowed him to do me any harm. For if he said, the speckled animals would be your wages, the whole flock began to produce young, speckled young. And when he changed his mind and said, the striped animals would be your wages, then the whole flock produced striped young. In this way, God has taken your father's animals and given them to me. One time during the mating season, I had a dream and saw that the male goats mating with the females were streaked, speckled and spotted. Jeez. Then in my dream, the angel of the Lord said to me, Jacob. And I replied, yes, here I am. The angel said, look up. And you will see that only the streaked, speckled and spotted males are mating with the females of your flock. For I have seen how Laban has treated you. I am the God who who appeared to you at Bethel, the place where you anointed the pillar of stone and made your vow to me. Now get ready and leave this country and return to the land of your birth. Rachel Leah responded, that's fine with us. (laughs) No loyalties. We <laughs> won't inherit any of our father's wealth anyway. He's reduced our rights to those of foreign women and after he sold us, he wasted the money you paid for him. You paid him for us. All the wealth God has given you from our father legally belongs to us and our children. So go ahead and do whatever God has told you. I want to know this is Rachel or Leo who said this. So Jacob put his wives and children on camels. He drove all his life livestock in front of him. He packed all the belongings he had acquired in Padan Aram, and set out for the land of Canaan, where his father Isaac lived. At the time they left, Laban was some distance away, shearing his sheep. Rachel stole her father's household idols and took them with her. Jacob outwitted Laban, Laban the Aramean, for they set out secretly and never told Laban they were leaving. So Jacob took all his possessions with him and crossed the Euphrates river, heading for the hill, country of Gilead. Three days later, Laban was told that Jacob had fled. He gathered a group of his relatives and set out in hot pursuit. Hot pursuit? He caught up with Jacob seven days later in the hill country of Gilead. But the previous night, God had appeared to Laban, the Aramean, in a dream and told him, I'm warning you, leave Jacob alone. Laban caught up with Jacob as he was camped in the hill country of Gilead. And he set up his camp not far from Jacob's. What do you mean by deceiving me like this? Laban demanded. How dare you ask? (laughs) How dare
0: you? It's audacity
1: for me. How dare you drag my daughters away like prisoners of war? Why did you slip away secretly? Why did you deceive me? And why didn't you say you wanted to leave? I would have given you a farewell feast with singing and music, accompanied by tambourines and harps. Yeah, because the tambourines are lit. Why didn't you let me kiss my daughters and my grandchildren and tell them goodbye? You have acted very foolishly. I could destroy you, but the God of your father appeared to me last night and warned me, leave Jacob alone. I can understand your feeling that you must go and your intense longing for your father's home. But why have you stolen my gods? I rushed away because I was afraid, Jacob answered. I thought you would take your daughters from me by force. But as for your gods, see if you can find them and let the person who has taken them die. Ha! And if you find anything else that belongs to you, identify it before all of these relatives of ours, and I will give it back. But Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the household idols. She's a thief. Laban went first into Jacob's tent to search there. Then into Leah's, and then the tents of the two servant wives, but he found nothing. Finally, he went into Rachel's tent. But Rachel had taken the household idols and hidden them in the camels in her camel saddle. And now she was sitting on them. When Laban had thoroughly searched her tent without finding them, she said to her father, Please, sir, forgive me if I don't forgive me if I don't get up for you. I'm having my monthly period. Smack girl. So Laban continued his search, but he could not find the household idols. Then Jacob became very angry and he challenged Laban. What's my crime? he demanded. What have I done wrong to make you chase after me as though I were a criminal? You have rummaged through everything I own. Now show me what you found that belongs to you. Set it out here in front of us before our relatives for all to see. Let them judge between us. For 20 years, I have been with you, caring for your flocks in all that time your sheep and goats never miscarried. In all those years, I never used a single ram of yours for food. If any were attacked and killed by wild animals, I never showed you the carcass and asked you to reduce the count of your flock. No, I took the loss myself. You made me pay for every stolen animal, whether it was taken in broad daylight or in the dark of the night. I worked for you through the scorching heat of the day and through cold and sleepless nights. Yes, for 20 years I (sighs) slaved in your house. I worked 14 years earning your two daughters and then six more years for your flock. And you changed my wages 10 times. In fact, if the God of my father had not been on my side, the God of Abraham and the fearsome God of Isaac, you would have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen your abuse and my hard work. That is why he appeared to you last night and rebuked you. Laban replied to Jacob, these women are my daughters. These children are my grandchildren and these flocks are my flocks. In fact, everything you see is mine. But what can I now do? What can I do now about my daughters and their children? So come, let's make a covenant, you and I, and it will be a witness to our commitment. So Jacob took a stone and slapped him. No, he didn't. (laughs) <laughs> so Jacob took a stone and set it up as a monument then he told his family members gather some stones so they gathered stones and piled them in a heap then Jacob and Laban sat down beside the pile of stones to eat a covenant meal to commemorate the event Laban called the place Jega Sahadutha which means witness pile in Aramaic and Jacob called it Galid which means witness pile in Hebrew Then Laban declared, this pile of stones will stand as a witness to remind us of the covenant we have made today. This explains why it was called Galid, witness pile, but it was also called Mizpah, which means watchtower. For Laban said, may the Lord keep watch between us to make sure that we keep this covenant when we are out of each other's sight. If you mistreat mistreat my daughters or if you marry other wives, God will see it, even if no one else does. He is a witness to this covenant between us. See these piles of stones, Laban continued, and this monument I have set between us. They stand between us as witness of our vows. I will never pass this pile of stones to harm you, and you must never pass these stones or this monument to harm me. I call on the God of your ancestors, the God of your grandfather Abraham, and the God of my grandfather Nahor, to serve as a judge between us. So Jacob took an oath before the fearsome God of his father Isaac to respect the boundary line. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice to God there on the mountain and invited everyone to a covenant feast. After they had eaten, they spent the night on the mountain. Laban got up early the next morning and he kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then he left and returned home. I did not know there were 55 verses in this oh you didn't know didn't check but it's a nice little treaty at the end yes it's and i
0: and i like the fact that they did it over a meal it's this thing where it's in the very simple things it's not a big pompous ceremony
1: yeah but in their culture as well like sharing a meal and breaking bread with someone um was a big deal i couldn't really tell you what it was but i know that it's a it's a big thing as part of their culture you don't
0: just share a meal with
1: any and anyone yeah uh, once you've eaten broken bread together, then that's. And it. not only is it just a meal; it's a covenant meal. They they acknowledge that it's not just a a standard. Okay, let's have breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole and it's a whole ceremony as well, actually. Okay, um, so we go to the beginning, the beninging, because
0: what Rachel like? It's like Rachel and Nia know that their father just treats them as second class citizens. Worse than second-class citizens. Foreign women. Foreign women. Not just women, but foreign women. Jeez. That's deep, you know. Your own father. So so let me get this right. Jake, Jacob worked for seven years. And then what did they say? Our father wasted the money you gave us.
1: Yeah. So he worked for 14 years together to buy the wives. Almost as a dowry. And then six years with the flock. So he spent 20 years with it. And in that time, the money he accrued from the wealth, he just wasted it. As opposed to
0: to being strategic with the money so that he could have his wealth. Yeah. Clearly Jacob was strategic because he had he was keeping his wealth and was very, you know? Precise with it. Very precise with it. Um you know what this though reminds me of? It reminds me of genesis chapter 3 when god tells the man by the sweat of your brow you will work the ground will work Mm -hmm. which is what jacob has done yeah like his burden in this is the amount of work that he's done and how he works very hard and being treated unfairly like that's been his crutch you know wages were changed 10 times can you imagine being <laughs> employed somewhere and they change your, your salary 10 times? Rubbish. And not just they the change of your salary, they changing your salary 10 times because you're working hard, you're working yeah. well and you're producing
1: money for the company. What? Yeah, you're being punished instead of being rewarded. You're being punished because you're such a good worker. And then at the same time, the other person's the beneficiary of your hard work. So, and then you lose out. So it's been a, a lose-lose situation for him. Almost. Almost. And then on the flip side
0: you have um Rachel, Leah, and the servant wives, and their struggle is with the with Jacob himself, you know, the sense of and your desire will be for your husband, you know? And it's not just in terms of the relationship itself, but it's all of the things that surround having a husband, you know, to be loved seen, heard, he and appreciated and valued and all those things that you would long for in a husband, that's their crutch. So I'm it's like we're seeing that lived out. Genesis yeah. three. And then we're also seeing because remember when he said to the serpent that the woman's seed would crush your head, you know, this is why they want to be able to have children because they want their seed to be the one that crushes the serpent's head. Yeah. So their 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 desire to have children is to be okay. My son is the one. My my seed is the one. Damn, God, damn. But in all of this, we do see at specific moments God's intervention. Yeah. God sees uh, J- Jacob struggle, so He intervenes and He He gives either a dream, He gives comfort, He gives yeah. grace. God honors His promise once he again. Honors he honors his promise and he doesn't have to it's like he's already given the curse like this is as a result of what happened in genesis but he intervenes because of his love
1: no he has to because he has a covenant with um with abraham and his whole lineage that's why he's Yeah but, but that's like what i'm saying in terms
0: of that that promise he even gave in spite of what happened oh, in Genesis. you mean at, uh, at inception, not now. Yeah, 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 i yeah. like, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave his word. So once yeah. he gave his word, yeah. But even in giving his word, he at gave his word. Yeah. yeah, in the very beginning. And he's honoring his word, you know. Um, That's how you know that Jesus was always meant to be amongst us. We were always meant to have a savior. Uh, okay, so what's up with Rachel in her father's idols, please? I don't know. I
1: don't know what she plans to do with that. Unless it's a uh, payback time, slip trade, <laughs> you know? Unless she's paying her father back. So I'm intrigued to see if that if the idol's going to reappear. Remuneration. Yeah. Remuneration.
0: And I mean, you know, when Jacob says that the person who stole it will die, that's why they say she died when she gave birth to Benjamin. hmm Declared a thing. He didn't know. I wonder if he ever knew, if he ever found out. Because in his mind, he's like, why would anybody
1: do that? Did Jacob not teach the the people about the Lord? Maybe all this time, Rachel was bearing some resentment towards her father for his deception at the very beginning because it cost her almost. It put her in competition with with her sister. And if her father had never done that, she wouldn't have to be competing. Maybe God wouldn't have closed her womb. Who knows? So... Perhaps she has a grudge towards him,
0: hmm. um, and she probably knows how much he loves them.
1: Maybe I don't know who how Laban loves them. Yeah,
0: loves the idols.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So that could have been her way of just, you know, that's his heart, you know. So I wonder though if that if that is the case, and perhaps when the person who was saying, "Well, he's," she does like a foreign woman. I know it says Rachel Leah responded, but. Maybe it was a Rachel that speaking specifically then. Because <laughs> Leah, she got it for free. She got, she got, you know, slid in. Her father basically made sure that she was good. So.
0: Yeah, and even towards the end, unless if he's being de- de- deceitful, when he's talking about my grandchildren, my children, don't marry other wives, you know. At the end, like you said, from, I can't remember which chapter,
1: he sees that Jacob is a solid guy. Yeah. And he's just profiting from that, really.
0: Okay, what do we take away from this chapter?
1: Takeaway. Tia takeaway. You go first. Is that what takeaway means? No, it's a takeaway. Oh, oh my gosh! I thought you were speaking some next language. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Takeaway in another language, unfortunately. Tell about. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, I think there the, there seems to be some some sort of lack of cohesion in terms of uh, maybe the leadership of the of the family. You know, as I see I see Rachel taking the the idols, and even when she's saying to Jacob, like, "Give me children," um, it's like she she doesn't know who God is or doesn't have an understanding of who the God of the father of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and now Jacob, mm. you know, it's like, she doesn't know. Cause why would you, why would you now decide to steal idols? Why would you blame your husband for not having children? You know, um, he knows who God is. I don't, I just don't think she does. And even when the has the dream, he says, yes, the, the, the God of your father, your grandfather Abraham and father Isaac told me to leave you alone. So maybe there's not, a, there's an awareness of God, but not like a deep knowing relationship in terms of who he is. Cause again, he has those idols and is now. Yeah. He had his idols. own gods. Yeah. So I think um, that, and I also like from the very beginning when, when it was God, though Jacob had noticed this change in behavior on Laban's side, you know, he didn't up and go. He's very, he seems to be very obedient. He'd been there 20 times, 20 years, his, his salaries were, was changed 20 times, 10 times. What's wrong with me on numbers today? <laughs> um, And despite that, it's not like he up and left, you know, he stayed and he waited for God's instruction to say, okay, now it's time to go. Once he did it, he up and left. Should he have left that way? I don't know. But he obeyed God. Yeah. So you can see that actually Jacob is he's very obedient.
1: Yeah. I think my takeaway would just be that yeah, Jacob is a hard worker. And he just learned about reaping what you sow, I guess. You work hard even in spite of Um, challenges and sometimes in spite of adversity you stay true to the values in which you've been given Hmm. and trust in God as well Trusting in God in in what you do that's it for me peace next up
0: Genesis 32 Genesis 32 he, he technically links up with Esau that's going to be interesting because Esau said the last time the last time he said next time i see my brother i'm gonna kill him so <laughs> is jacob still alive we will find out